0: Hey gang, what's up? Welcome back to The Stronger Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation. I hope you are having a fantastic week so far. Hopefully this new year is still off to a strong and healthy start for you, that you are still kind of staying committed to those goals, or not kind of, still staying committed to the goals, intentional with your decisions, and just really making those mindful choices with kind of that future version of yourself in mind always. I wanted to kind of switch some things up here in the new year. So we'll be having more interviews. um, But as well, I'm going to be starting to pull some common questions that I get either from my own clients, um, or from my community. And I want to just start to kind of dive into those and answer those on a deeper level here on the podcast. So this first question comes from, a client who is just feeling super exhausted, right? She's trying to hit her calorie goals, her macro goals. Um, She's eating clean, right? Meaning that she's really just kind of being super mindful of just eating things with the ingredients that she can pronounce, um, doing the lower carb at night, cutting off food at a certain point of time. And she's just trying to do kind of all the things, right? It's like she's got all of these different things that she's looking at and she's focusing on. She looks at meal plans online and they seem so easy, but she's just struggling with food, which she happens to really love. Food for her has become such an incredible source of stress, and she finds her and her husband are even starting to cook separate meals for themselves. Now, first and foremost, I can relate to so much of this because I've done the calorie counting, I've done the macro counting, um, I've done eating clean. And for me, that ended up being a journey that really took food anxiety and food stress to a whole new level that led to really some orthorexic um, behaviors which is kind of this new eating disorder i did an episode about that i will uh, link that up in the show notes Um, but you know i've done all the things right of the low carb not eating after you know six or seven o'clock at night all of these different things and the tricky part is is that The meal plans always look so easy, so simple, right? The meal plans, the macros, it's like, well, yeah, you know, just eat this amount of calories or just eat this amount of protein, this amount of carbs, this amount of fats, just follow all of these simple food rules. And on paper, all of those things look super simple, look super easy and super doable, but it doesn't really take into account... You. It doesn't take into account your preferences, your lifestyle, or really what your body needs. It also doesn't address kind of the mental and the emotional stuff that tends to come up for us, right? It's like, heck, if it was just as easy, just as simple to follow the diet, to follow the calorie or the macros or all these different rules then we would all just do it and we would all just get the results. But we know that that's not real life. That's not what really happens. So instead of focusing on all of these things, right, trying to do all of these things, what I would advise if you find yourself in the same boat where you're thinking, okay, I'm doing all these things or I'm trying all this. I'm tracking my food. I'm following this diet. I'm not eating past a certain time. I'm focusing on the low carb. I'm doing all of these things first let's just take a beat, let's take a step back and let's just pause, okay? I think now would be a really good time for you to kind of do just sort of this honest evaluation of how this is working for you. Is it ultimately yielding the results that you want? And not just in the gym, not just on this scale because that really is only one sliver, only one small little portion of your life. In the grand scheme of things is doing all of this stuff ultimately yielding or allowing you to live the life that you want to live and be the woman that you want to be in your life. For me, when I came to my wit's end, standing in the kitchen, taking my before pictures yet again, and this is after I went to school for exercise, science, and nutrition, and just feeling so defeated, so discouraged that I had gained the weight that I had just lost back, right? That I'm kind of feeling like, oh man, I'm starting over again. I'm following all these rules. I'm doing all of these quote-unquote right things. Like, why am I back here again? Then this is just a good opportunity to kind of take a step back. What I realized is, I was living, you know, saying I was living this healthy lifestyle, doing all of this stuff in the name of health, but I was still just wrapped in the bondage of the diet industry and the diet culture and really the diet mindset. I've often said that you can do the same actions. You can take those same actions from two different places, mentally and emotionally, and it's going to yield completely different results. Now, from a background From the science background that I have, really and truly, you don't probably need to be doing all of the things at once. In fact, that's oftentimes what leads to stress, anxiety around food. Um, We start to see sort of these abnormal behaviors and kind of this disordered eating pattern where we start to become really freaked out about what we're eating. We kind of change our social routines, our social cues, for example, in this particular question, um, her she's now eating something different than what her husband was eating. I was there too. I was eating one thing, making something for myself, and then making dinner for everybody else. When I really stopped, it was like, that's not the kind of life that I want to be living, right? I'm exercising. I'm I'm wanting to eat healthy so that I can show up and be the wife that I want to be. I can be the mom that I want to be, and I can be out there helping the women that I am here to help. So first off, I would just kind of slow down and just do this evaluation. How is what you're currently doing working for you, right? Maybe you've tried all of these different diets or you've tried all these different tactics in the past. Maybe you've done them one at a time or, you know, you're you're layering them and you're doing multiple. What about it is working for you? What's not working? And what do you want to do different, right? And maybe this, what do I want to do different? It's like. Again, shifting to who do I want to be in my life and how do I want to be showing up? What do I want my relationship with food and exercise and my body to look and to feel like? Chances are it's not stressed. It's not overwhelmed. It's not anxious. We don't want to be making different meals for ourselves and our husbands or our families. Right. We just want food to feel simple, easy and doable. So what I would say to this client and what I would say to you, if you are finding yourself kind of in this place is I would say, let's just kind of scrap all of this, okay? I know it might feel a little bit scary, especially if you're used to following the diets and following the meal plans and following all these rules. But the reality is, is that your body, when it is running optimally and and is functioning at its highest, it really is able to kind of take care of you, to help guide you to the correct amount of food for your body's specific needs on that specific day, because they do fluctuate day in and day out, depending on where you're at in your cycle, depending on your stress levels, how well you're sleeping, and how you've worked out maybe for that day, right? So we want to just kind of ditch the food rules, ditch all this pressure, And we want to just kind of come to this place where we're just going to make one small change at a time right if tracking food for you the calories and the macros works then great but if it causes more stress more anxiety more obsession and more worry about food then as scary as it might feel i want to ask you to lay the tracking down for a little bit now you could still track your food in a way that doesn't focus so much on the numbers But maybe it's more of like writing out a food journal, right? Of like, oh, I ate this. This is why I chose this. This is how I felt before I ate. Maybe you were feeling stressed or anxious or tired. This is how that food made me feel. And this is how I was feeling afterwards, right? So maybe you do kind of keep some sort of a journal, but notice we're not tracking the amount and we're not tracking the calories or the macros or the points, we're just wanting to get a little bit more of a clear picture of how different specific foods feel to you, feel in your body. Um, maybe you notice that you waited four hours to eat between meal one and meal two, and you really started to crave kind of those the sugary you know, crackers or the salty treats or something like that. So maybe you recognize like, yeah, if I waited four hours, That's a little bit too long for me. So then you can make that adjustment, not only to what you're eating, but to how frequently or infrequently you're eating, right? The next thing is I would say if eating clean, so I am definitely a proponent to focusing on whole foods a majority of the time, right? So we want to include real food, whole food most of the time and let the sweets and the treats be just that, be sort of that sweet and that treat that we have every once in a while sorry i had a little bit of a sneeze there and i couldn't hit the stop button right on time okay so we do want to focus on those whole foods on those real foods Um, i am definitely a big advocate if you have it in your budget if you're able um, to build that relationship with those farms right to do maybe the the csa boxes or to buy you know go in on a beef or or a pig or whatever it is with somebody um, for all sorts of reasons. But if that's not within your budget, that's no big deal. Let's just focus on kind of hitting the outside perimeter of the grocery store. That's typically where you're going to find your produce, um, the dairy, the proteins, and things like that, right? Um, some some things we would have to go into the, the other aisles for, um, but that's not a big deal, right? It's like, we're, again, we're not demonizing food. We're not going with the good and the bad foods. It's just if we think about the way that our bodies were designed, were created, they are going to run the best on the food that sort of mimics the, the natural food source the most, right? However, do I do want to caution you against letting the fear of processed foods creep in because that is definitely where we can take sort of this focus of whole foods and we can start to get a little bit Um, where we create that anxiety, that stress, and we start to kind of creep into that orthorexic tendency, which of course is unhealthy in and of itself, right? So yes, let's focus on um, whole real foods a majority of the time, But we're not going to demonize foods. We're not going to categorize them as good or bad. Instead, we're going to just focus on foods on a spectrum, right? So some foods we want to maybe incorporate a little bit more. That would be the stuff that's less processed. The stuff that tends to be more processed, we just want to sprinkle that in every once in a while, periodically, right? Um, in terms of the the eating at night or eating past a certain point of time, um, I don't know. There's so much different research out there, which this is the part that gets so confusing for all of us, right? It's like you have some studies that say don't eat past a certain time. Other studies say, you know, it's totally fine and it's not going to affect your gains or it's not going to affect your results. Um, the My big thing is, is I like to try to spread it out and maybe not eat for about three hours before I plan to go to bed, and it really has nothing to do with at this point my physique. Um, I've shared extensively with you guys in different episodes that at this point in my life, what my body looks like is not my top priority. For sure, at one point in my life, it was. It was um, a place that I found my identity. It was. It became kind of this idol for me. This thing that. Um, I was just in the pursuit of the perfect body uh, but it never really felt satisfying. It never really really felt super fulfilling, right? So for me at this point in my life, I don't have a ton of physique goals, right? I wanna be healthy. I wanna be strong. I love lifting heavy things and not having to ask my husband to always come and help. Um, I wanna be able to be active with my kids, with my grandkids someday, God willing. Um, so for me, I'm just not at a place in my life where my physique goals or I have a weight goal is like top priority, um so the reason I like to wait or have kind of that two to three hour spread between my last meal and when I go to sleep is so that my body can digest the food properly. Right. Because, again, if we're looking at a healthy weight and having a healthy weight regulation system it's all the different pieces together, right? It's the stress, it's our hormones, it's our sleep, it's our hydration, it's the food that we're eating, it's getting physical activity. So it's not just one particular thing and that's where I really do think this whole simplified notion of calories in versus calories out um, is what's going to be the thing that gets you to a healthy weight. It's just oversimplified and it's not that clear cut, right? So um, when it comes to, you know, not eating after a certain period of time, I think, again, that's going to be something that you're just going to have to kind of explore and experiment with for your own body to see how it responds and how it reacts. Um, If you do have specific physique or, um, you know, specific goals that you're working on in that regard. But I would just pay attention to if you eat, let's say, at seven and then, Well, you're probably not a grandma like me, so you probably wouldn't like to be in bed at 8, but maybe you would. Let's say you eat at 7 and you're in bed by 8.30, right? And then you wake up the next day, you're super tired, you found yourself kind of tossing and turning, maybe you didn't sleep well. Then that might be an indication that perhaps you ate a little too close to bed. And so you want to spread that out a little bit more, okay? Um, So that really is just kind of where I'm at with all of this information. And that's really how I would walk this particular client through that. Right. First, we're just going to kind of forget the food rules. We're going to forget the numbers and the tracking. And we're just going to focus on maybe logging or kind of keeping more of a mindful and kind of intuitive food journal where I just I would want them to start to notice the patterns of If they waited x amount of hours to eat was that the right amount of time was it too long were they feeling like they were eating before they were actually hungry um how did specific foods respond or how did their bodies respond to specific foods were they eating because they were stressed or tired or anxious um you know really just to kind of start to see and to just get an idea for how they're interacting currently with food and certainly the more that you are kind of in that dieting mentality, that diet mindset, um, it's going to maybe feel a little bit nerve wracking and anxious to sort of let go of the tracking. But then again, that's just a great opportunity to kind of see maybe some areas to work on with yourself and your relationship to food and to your body. Next, I would look at kind of scratching or scrapping this eating clean And the pressure to just eat kind of these clean, and I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, but eating these clean, um, quote unquote, good foods, right? So again, we want to move away from demonizing food or labeling it and really just looking at all food on a spectrum, right? Some is going to be more processed at one end, less processed at the other. We want to spend a majority of our time eating on that less processed end um, and then really just utilizing some of the processed stuff sometimes as treats or um, as necessary parts to these other recipes that we're putting together. But if that focus on eating whole, real, quote unquote, clean foods is creating stress and anxiety, again, that's just an indicator that um, something isn't quite right, isn't quite on point um, with how you are interacting with food. Last but not least, uh, when you're looking at maybe cutting off how how late in the day you're eating, again, you just want to run it as an experiment, right? So again, I said, try to carve out that two to three hour block between the last time you eat and the time you go to bed to help with digestion, to help with sleep, all of those kinds of things, because we know that how we sleep tends to impact and affect the way that we eat and the things that we crave the next day. So again, this is just some practical, straightforward tips. This is how I would Answer, and this is how I did answer this client. This is how I would answer you if you came to me with any of these things. Hopefully, this was of some help for you. Like I said, I will be including more of these sort of Q and A's on a regular basis. So if you have a question that you want answered specifically, please shoot that to Alicia at AliciaCarlson.com or come and find me on social media. I'll have the links in the show notes, and you can shoot me a message privately there with your question. I will uh, answer it here live. And yeah, always looking forward to connecting with you. I hope this was helpful for you. Uh, I can't tell you enough how changing my relationship, changing the way that I viewed food, the way that I viewed myself and viewed my body has radically changed every single area of my life. I know that maybe for some of you listening, it seems like this crazy thing that food and exercise and my weight and my body would have taken up so much of my time and energy. But there was literally a period of my life where I thought about food all the time. I thought about what I looked like, the number on the scale, constantly trying to work to sort of perfect my body. But also there were so many moments and so much time that I spent really just kind of despising and hating what I saw in the mirror. And if I can help even just one person spend less time thinking about food or exercise or their weight or their body so that they can spend more time actually living their life, then I think that I have done my job well. So hopefully this podcast is helping you do that. And if you want to take what you are learning here on the show to a deeper level, to apply it to yourself, to your life, to your body specifically, then I want to invite you to work with me. You can learn more by emailing me, alicia at aliciacarlson.com, or you can come find me on social media. I hope you have a great rest of your day, an awesome week, and I'll be back here with you again soon. Bye.